Now batting for the Cubs corner, the host, Anthony Pasquale. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Cubs Corner, our third episode this week. As always, this episode is brought to you by Coach's Bar and Grill, located over at 6169 North Northwest Highway on the northwest side of Chicago. Great food. They got some great deals over there. Um, unfortunately, the bummer news is that they will be closing in a couple of months, but make sure you get to Coach's before that. Uh, it's unknown whether or not they're going to have a new location or not. So go use that North. West Highway Bar and uh, and watch some Cubs games, watch some Sox games as opening day is finally here. I'm your host, Anthony Pasquale, and we're excited. Really fun episode planned for you guys. It is one of the best days of the year. Baseball is back. It's opening day. And here to break down all the action with me is our AL expert, Bob Fiorante. And great to, great to talk to you again. I couldn't be more excited. I'm ready for baseball. Baseball is back. The Cubs take on the Brewers this afternoon at Wrigley Field at 120. My brother and I are going to be going. I'm looking forward to that, but we got to make sure we get this episode out before the season starts so nobody can come track us down in September or October and say we waited too long. This is our predictions episode. We're going to break down every division, the major awards, and give some World Series predictions as well as uh, our over-under picks for the Cubs and the White Sox. So we'll get started here. You're the AL expert, so we'll start in the American League. Let's do the American League East first. Bob, let's go one down to five. Who do you got? All right, starting in the American League East, very good division, very tough division. I'll start with one and five first. I think the Blue Jays win the division this year. Um, I like what they're doing. Um, I've always liked George Springer. I think he has a nice – he had a nice year last year. I think he has a nice, healthy, bounce-back, I'll call it, year. Um, and I really like Vladdy Jr. this year. He's had two really good years, almost won an MVP – um, obviously Shohei was in his way. I, I really like that Blue Jays team. I'm going to take them to win the division this year. Um, I'm going to take the Orioles to come in last this year. I know they had a good year last year. Um, I liked some of the young talent on that team. Um, I, I still just don't see it with them in that division. Um, I feel like they're going to struggle a little bit more. They're not going to surprise as many teams this year. Uh, you're not going to look at Baltimore on the schedule and say, hey, you know, we got an easy sweep, um, and then you get blindsided. It's not going to happen this year. Um, I think they come in last. And then I'll take the Yankees in second, probably getting a wild card. Tampa is going to be on the verge of a wild card. I'll have them coming in third, and then Boston coming in fourth, missing the playoffs. So that's how I would round out my AL East. Uh, but most importantly, I think the Blue Jays uh, finally win their AL East this year. Alrighty, ours I think is very different. There's not one spot that we have the same team, so that's kind of fun. I've got um, the Yankees winning it. I think um, obviously those pitching injuries hurt as of now, but once you get that rotation healthy and you've got that one, two, three of Garrett Cole, Carlos Rodon, and Nestor Cortez, I think that's you know as formidable as any you're going to get out in the American League. Um, closely behind, I've got the Blue Jays. I think they are going to come in second and be in the wild card. Um, I would not be surprised if they go far um, this this season as well. Third is where I have the Orioles. I liked what they showed last year, um, and they didn't make a ton of moves. But another year of Adley Rutschman and um, Santander, I believe, um, yeah. and Cedric Mullins, they got a nice little team putting together. So obviously we'll see how they end up pitching, but I've got them third. Fourth, they probably haven't finished here maybe ever, but the Tampa Bay Rays. Um 
I think they, you know, every year they quietly win 95 games, you know, but I think this year they lost a lot more talent than I think anybody is really realizing, and they didn't really acquire anything. I think Randy Rosarena is going to have a great year, um, but I think the Rays are finally going to take that step back, and I think it's a good thing for them because hopefully they start spending a little bit more money to get more consistent winners and winners that, not that they haven't been consistent winners, but one that can really win a championship. I don't think, as fun as they've been to watch, I don't think we've ever truly thought they're capable of winning a championship. So I think they take a little step back in fourth, and then the Red Sox I have in fifth. They they locked up Devers, but they lost Bogarts. They don't know what Chris Sale is going to be this year. Um, Justin Turner it might start the season on the injured list. It, it's an interesting roster there. Um, I think they're pretty close to having a full-on rebuild. They just don't want to commit to it, and I think they'll struggle this year in fifth place. And the Red Sox, just real quick, are such an interesting franchise. I mean, they have years where they win 107 games and win the World Series, and then the next year they win 63. So you really never know what you're getting with a team like that. We both picked them. I picked them fourth. You picked them fifth. They could end up winning the division. You really don't know what you're going to get. Devers is a special player, but I'm with you. I think it'll be a down year, but they have those one-off years that are just weird. Yeah, so we'll keep an eye on Boston for sure. Let's move into the AL West. Um, I'll go first here. Kind of, um, I have some interesting picks in this one. I think this is going to be the division in the American League that gives you three playoff teams. And I've got the Mariners, Astros, and Angels finishing one, two, three, and all making the playoffs. Um, and then the Rangers, who spent a boatload of money, um, I just don't think it's going to be enough again. I mean, I know you got DeGrom, and I know you got Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon. They made a ton of moves, but I don't think it's going to be quite enough. Um, DeGrom's a great number one, but they don't have too much depth after that. And, and DeGrom's been known to kind of hop on the injury list a little bit. So I've got them fourth and, uh, no surprise. I've got the A's fifth. I think they'll have another year being one of the worst teams in baseball. And it's a shame, but it might lead to somebody buying the A's and moving them out of Oakland, maybe to Vegas or to Nashville. And I think all teams trying to win, which they haven't been is better for the sport anyway. Yeah, I'm with you there. I think you got to pick the A's in fifth. Um, like you said, they're not really trying to win um, this year. And it's a tough division the more you look at it. I hope that you're right, and I hope we see some angel playoff baseball just because obviously you got two of the top two or three best players in the sport on the same team. I'd love to see them in the playoffs. So did you have the Mariners winning that division? Mariners won, yes. Wow, that's that's interesting. Um, I'm going to take, obviously, the A's in, in fifth. Um, I'm going to take the Astros to win the division, um, as they're favored to do. I just, I, I, I hate, I, 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 ah, they're so efficient <laughs> as, as a, as just as an organization, they do, they do so many things, right? They don't, they don't skip a beat when George Springer world series MVP leaves the team, goes and signs with the blue Jays. They don't skip a beat when Correa, uh, they, they bring up, uh, Pena who's been fantastic at shortstop. Yeah. Um, so take the Astros to win it again. I'll take the Mariners in second, um, and then the Angels in third. But they, those two, I really wouldn't be surprised if they flip-flop. Angels come in second somehow, have a, have a 93 win year or something like <laughs> that. And then I'll also take Texas fourth, um, which anything below playoffs for as much money as that Rangers team is spending is, is crazy to think about. Um, they'll be a fun watch, if nothing else. Uh, they got money. They got millions all over the diamond. 
um, on that team. So it'll be fun to watch regardless, but I think that's how it shapes out. So we're pretty similar there. And do you have that Mariners, Astros, I mean Astros, Mariners, and Angels, or just Astros, Mariners making the playoffs? I think it'll be Astros for sure, and then I think it'll be one or the other. Um, I, I, me saying Mariners second would mean that they get in again. Got it. Um, and they do because they're they're all that's a division full of fun watches. Um, so I think it'll be one or the other. I only think I, I'll I, I'll say two come out of the AL West. All righty, now your division, the AL Central. Why don't you take it away? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my White Sox. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say that they win the division. I don't think it'll be a huge uh, margin, nor do I think it'll be more than 90 wins, if that. I'll say maybe 88, 89 for the Sox. Um, Cleveland's pesky as they've been for years. Um, they just good contract after good contract. They just extended Jimenez through like 2030. Um, so I think they'll come in second. I'm going to take Kansas City in third. They're another fun team to watch. Obviously, you got Bobby Witt Jr., but you got a lot of young pitching as well on that Kansas City team. Brady Singers uh, looked really good all spring. I'll take them in third. I think Minnesota's going to have a down year even with Correa. I can't see them winning more than 77, maybe 78 games, maybe. Um, so I'll say they come in fourth. I think it'll be a tight-knit division, um, but I think uh, Detroit will come in the cellar again. Um, in last place, and I think that's how it changed out. So I'll say Sox, Cleveland, Kansas City, Minnesota, and Detroit. All righty, another division where we have a lot of differences. I just want to say really quick, I love the Royals. I like them a lot. I don't mm-hmm. think this is their year to be good, but I love Bobby Witt. I love Vinny Pasquantino at first base. Mm-hmm. I think that might be the best name in, in baseball. Um, but I, I don't know if this is their year to really turn heads, but keep your eye on them moving forward. I think good things are brewing in Kansas City. But I'm actually going kind of total opposite of you. Um, I think the Twins win this division. I think this wow. is a year that you finally get a healthy Byron Buxton with Carlos Correa, and that's as good as a 1-2 as any other team in baseball, aside from maybe the Padres and the Angels with Trout and Otani. Um, and I think that they win the division. And then second and third, I, I was going back and forth, I have a tough time betting against Terry Francona, so I've got the Guardians second and the White Sox third. I think rookie manager, a lot of guys kind of in limbo, whether or not they were going to keep him or get rid of them. The only one they ended up not keeping around is Jose Abreu, and I think that's going to be a bigger loss than a lot of um, fans are hoping. Um, he was kind of the heartbeat of that lineup, um, especially with Tim Anderson's in- injury struggles. He was the only guy that was really – every single day getting on and driving and run. So I think they're going to miss that run production. And there's a lot of questions on that pitching staff. I know Cease is going to be great, and I'm expecting him to. Um, but what do you get from Giolito here in a contract year? What do you get from Lance Lynn? And and I think there's too many question marks to put them any anywhere else but three on a season where they probably finish around 500. Um, and then yeah, I'm, and, I, and I hate to say it, um, but also the Sox have – question marks in that bullpen uh Liam Hendricks is avoiding the 60-day IL which is a good sign um but you really don't know what he'll look like when he comes back so there are definitely question marks um and then I've got Royals four and Tigers five I don't think I need to say too too much more about those two teams um so we can move into our awards portion of the American League um I'll go first with all three of mine um MVP I've got Shohei Otani I think if he doesn't get hurt there's no way you can give it to somebody else unless 
you have a year like Aaron Judge where you set a home run record or you get the most hits ever. Um, I think it's Otani's to win. I mean, Otani's to lose because, you know, he'll give you 30 homers, 100 RBIs, a sub-3 ERA, and maybe 15 wins and might lead the American League in strikeouts. That's unbelievable. So I think he'll win AL MVP, and I think he'll also be one of the front runners for Cy Young, but I hope um, Texas has something to celebrate, which would be Jacob deGrom winning another Cy Young, um, one of the only pitchers to win in both leagues if he gets this done. And then manager of the year, if the Mariners truly are able to kind of um, take the Astros off that pedestal in the division, I think Scott Service should be your AL manager of the year. Interesting. Um, regarding MVP, it's hard to argue anyone against anyone other than Shohei, but I'll I'll, I'll say somebody else. Um, you know, just in case somebody has, like you said, an outstanding year, and I think that's going to be Vladdy Guerrero Jr. And like I said earlier, I think they're going to win the division. Um, I think people recognize, especially uh, writers knowing that they play in the Yankees division, you know how close attention they pay to the Yankees. Um, I think winning that division will put a lot of eyeballs on Vladdy Guerrero Jr. I think he'll drive in somewhere around 130, 120, 130. I think he'll have a great year, probably 40 home runs. Um, So I'll take him to win the MVP on a division-winning Blue Jay team. Uh, uh, Manager of the year, I'm going to take Pedro Greifel of the White Sox. I like what he's doing. Um, I think, obviously, he had Tony La Russa last year. Didn't do so well. Um, didn't match so well with the guys. I like what Greifel's doing. He's going back to the basics. Um, he wants guys to play every day. He wants guys to hustle. He wants to steal bases. Um, I think with the team that they have assembled, I think it works really well. Um, and I think you always have a good shot to win manager of the year when you win the division. And I think it's not a, that hard of a division to win. So, Especially um, as a rookie he, manager. Especially as a rookie manager. I think he'll get the respect that he deserves. Um, it's another. It's a tough award to win with Terry Frank going in that division. Um, but I think he, he comes away with it this year. And then I'm going to take Garrett Cole to win Cy Young. That Yankees pitching staff is, is, is injured right now. I mean, that's just the only way you could say it. Um, that's why I don't have them winning the division or going very far in the postseason. There's too many question marks. Um, but Garrett Cole's that guy. He'll take it every fifth day. He'll take it every fourth day if you'll let him. Um, and he'll be out there. He'll be striking people out, giving up a home run here and there. I mean, you know what you're getting with Garrett Cole. Um, I'll say he stays around 2-2 ERA this year, has a really good year um, as the mainstay and the only reliable guy really in that rotation Rodon is great when he's out there. Um, Severino is great when he's been out there, but you never know what you're getting with those guys. I'll take Eric Cole to win the Cy Young. All right, now real quick, Aaron Judge hit 62 home runs last year. His over-under is somewhere in the 40s, I think 46 or 47. How many do you think he hits this year? I think he hits under that. I do too. Um, Yeah, I really do. I would say he'll probably hit – he might touch 40. Uh, but I would say high 30s. I'll give him 38 home runs on the year, which is, I mean, you know that's a heck of a year. Yeah, but. I was going to say, still great, still an all-star, probably gets MVP votes, but um, it's hard to replicate what he did because it's only happened, you know, twice ever. Um, ever. We'll shift gears here into the National League. I'll lead us off with the National League East. Um, so fifth place is Nationals. I think we pretty much know that. They haven't made much of an effort to win yet they're one of those teams like the A's and the Rockies that are just rebuilding and they're not building part of it yet 
So I think Nationals in fifth. Um, this team, this division looks like a three-team race, Mets, Braves, and Phillies. All three have spent a boatload of money. The Braves have done it in their organization. The Mets have done it mostly out of the organization, and the Phillies have kind of done like a hybrid of the two. Um, I think the Phillies have the most talented lineup top to bottom in baseball, but some injuries to Reese Hoskins and Bryce Harper. Um, Hoskins may not play at all this year, and Harper probably won't until at least May or June, which worries me, but I'm still going to take them to win it. I like the Phillies a lot. I like the Trey Turner signing. Even without Harper and Hoskins, you still got Trey Turner, JT Real Muto, Nicholas Castellanos, Kyle Schwarber, they're still loaded with pop. So I like the Phillies one, Braves two. I think the Mets are going to have a lot of pressure. There's a lot of money floating around there. Um, Their closer got hurt in the World Baseball Classic. Who's going to close games? No more DeGrom. It's Scherzer's team now. I don't know. There's a lot of question marks with the Mets, and they kind of put a lot of pressure on themselves. So I've got the Mets three, Marlins four, Nats five. Yeah, I'm with you on on, on four and five there. I'm going to take Marlins four. Nationals five, um, not much more to be said. In terms of the Mets, I think they're a really interesting team. I was talking to you a little bit earlier before the call. I um, I don't love what I've seen from Justin Verlander. Um, I mean, he looks okay. They paid him a boatload of money, but I don't know what you're going to get. I, I think he'll be good. I think he'll be good. I don't think he'll be Cy Young level like he was last year, won the Cy Young. Um, so I don't think the Mets win it. And I, I'm going to take the Braves to win the division. Um, They've won five I'm, in a row. Yeah, I'm comfortable there. I, I I really like this Braves team. They they knew what they wanted to do in the front office. They locked everybody up um, that they wanted to lock up. Full year of Ronald Acuna, healthy, hopefully. Um, I think they have a really strong year. This is an interesting point that that I'm I was thinking of when I was thinking of this division. This the NL East and the AL East, in my opinion, it really doesn't matter who wins the division. As long as, like, anyone who gets in the playoffs, I feel like, can make a deep run in these two divisions. I agree. I don't know what you, yeah, I mean, really, because let's say the Braves win the division, match up with the Phillies first round, kind of like it was last year. Um, I think it might have been second round. Um, really, it, it, it would almost be even money. I feel like you play each other, and, it, it, and either team could absolutely win that series. So I'm going to take Braves 1, Phillies 2, Mets 3, uh, Marlins 4, Nationals 5. But I think if... I think the top three will get in, um, and I think any of the three can make noise for sure. Yeah, I also have the top three getting in there as well. Um, so we could swift switch Excuse me, over to the NL West. Um, I'll let you go first here, top to bottom. Who do you got? Well, bottom, um, I got the Colorado Rockies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like you said, you can't really call it a rebuild or a retool. I'm not sure what's what's going on in there. Obviously, they paid uh, Brian a lot of money. I, I don't love— One uh, of the weirdest moves ever by the way. It, is, it really, really is. And then shipped out Arenado. Um, it, it's weird. But I'm going to take them in the cellar. I'm going to take the Padres to win the division. I, I I know it's the Dodgers division year after year after year. I like the Padres. I really do. Um, I mean, you, you talk about the Dodgers. How about we talk about the Padres? you got star-studded guys all over the place. Um, Machado's in the MVP race every year. Juan Soto... Could have won a World Series MVP, won a World Series. Um, Tatis, obviously, uh, when he's back from suspension, as he should be, um, I don't think he'll play a, lot, a whole lot of shortstop. They want to keep him healthy, but his bat is is massive in that lineup. You got guys top to bottom. You got a good Bogarts. Rotation. 
Um, yeah, obviously they signed Bogart. So yeah, Tatis not playing shortstop. You got a good team, Tone, top to bottom. I'm gonna take the Padres to win that division, um, and then I'm gonna take Dodgers too. I say definitely they both get in, um, and then Giants Diamondbacks. Ah, you could really go either way. I'll say Diamondbacks coming third. Giants have a little bit of an off year. Uh, probably around 72, 73 wins in a tough division coming fourth. But I think the Diamondbacks will be an interesting team, uh, but it's just such a tough division to pick them anywhere above three. Yeah, I'm looking at this Padres projected lineup, um, and it is insane. I mean, you go you go Bogart, Soto, Machado, Tatis, Cronenworth, Hassan Kim, Nelson Cruz at the DH in the seventh hole. Wow. Trent Grisham and Austin Nola. And then, uh, I mean, I don't know when Tatis comes back. I don't have that in front of me. But you've also got um, Matt Carpenter. You've got David Dahl. Um, Grisham obviously can play some outfield. I mean, and then you go to the the um, the rotation, and Darvish is a good pitcher, and Snell is a good pitcher. I, I don't know. They'll, they'll be hard to beat, um, but I just think it's weird – having any team but the Dodgers favored, which is why I went with the Dodgers one. I think if they were favored to win the division, I'd go Padres. But, I mean, that team is still loaded with talent. I know there's no more Turner, but they still got Mookie Betts. They still have Freddie Freeman. Um, They still have some of the best players in baseball on their team. Walker Buehler, Clayton Kershaw, and uh, Gonsolin almost won a Cy Young last year. They're loaded still. So I got the Dodgers one, Padres two. They'll both probably win 95-plus. Um, the Padres will be that that wild card team that it, it appears gets screwed and wins you know 95 plus, but has to go visit the Phillies in the first round or something like that. Um, but I think you know both of those teams have a great chance to make it to the NLCS. I got the Diamondbacks three barely missing the playoffs. If an injury happens to the Mets, Diamondbacks are that last wild card. I think they're going to really turn heads this year. I like their pitching staff. Zach Allen and Merrill Kelly quietly are one of the best one-two punches in a rotation. Um, And then you've got young talent all over. I think Corbin Carroll might uh, bring the stolen base kind of back and make it cool again. Um, That kid flies. He flies. He reminds me of a Tony Campana from back in the day. The Cubs fans watching will know who that is. Um, So I like like the D-backs third. Um, I got the Giants fourth. I think they're kind of in that weird hybrid of we got some old guys that we don't want to get rid of, but we've got some young, exciting guys. Um, kind of like a Red Sox of a few years ago. Maybe there's some magic left. Maybe there isn't. And then uh, the Rockies fifth. Uh, we pretty much know that one. Yeah, um, I like what you. I like what you see with the Diamondbacks, dude. I really do. Um, I, it's unfortunate that they're in that division. Um, you put them in in an AL or NL Central, and I feel like they could easily compete for the division. Yeah, and how about this? They're over-under set at 75-and-a-half, and and they don't play the Dodgers and Padres as much as in years prior. i got to think they go over that. Yeah, and and really, they absolutely could could think about buying at the deadline or fighting for a wild card um, in the same same breath there. Yeah, absolutely. We'll shift gears here into the NL Central. I'll go first. Um, I think it's the Cardinals' division to lose. I got them one. Um, Anytime you have... You know, two MVP caliber players, you know, the Dodgers, Betts and Freeman, um, the Phillies, Trey Turner and Harper, um, the Mets, Lindor and Alonzo, the Cardinals, Arenado and Goldschmidt. That might be the best one of them all. 
Um, and they also got, you know, Lars Newbar and Tyler O'Neill and a bunch of these guys that just hit. Wilson Contreras in that lineup, it's going to be a scary lineup. So I think Cardinals win the division. Um, right behind them, I've got the Cubs. I know this has been the Brewers' kind of um, sweet spot, you know, 86 to 90 wins. They finish second behind whatever team turns heads. Um, but I really don't like the way the Brewers are constructed. I think it's heavy pitching, and those guys have been starting to break down a little bit, get hurt. Burns has seen some time on the IL, so is Woodruff and, and Peralta. Um, and Yelich isn't the player he used to be. And I don't know if you're really going to trust, you know, Rowdy Telez to be your main run producer. So we'll see. Um, I think the Brewers finished third. Cubs made a lot of moves. They signed a ton of guys. Trey Mancini, Eric Hosmer, Cody Bellinger, Dansby Swanson, Jamison Tyon. You don't know, you know, what you're going to get from these guys. You don't know if they're going to, you know, flip them at the deadline if they're struggling. Bellinger could go. Hap could even go. Um, but I'm excited about this roster. I think they're constructed in a way. Last year they won 74 games. Um, I think this team is at least five to six, maybe even eight wins better, and that puts you at 500 or better, which may be in the wild card conversation. Who knows? But Cubs two, Brewers three. Pirates four, they've got some young talent, but they're not quite ready to take that next step, kind of like the Royals. And then the Reds, I've gotten that category with the Nationals and the Rockies who are just currently not trying yet. Yeah, I think it's an interesting division. Um, I think it's it's like the AL Center. It's a little it's a little weaker than other divisions. Um, I'm also going to take the Cardinals. There, not many teams can say that they have a top five guy at three different positions, and I think the Cardinals have that uh, with Arenado, Goldschmidt, and Contreras. Um, I don't think they run away with the division um but i do think that they're the it's tough to rely on adam wainwright again to be that guy um they're they're hoping to get more out of flaherty um hopefully he stays healthy if you're a cardinals fan but i am gonna take them but not super confidently and interesting point you brought up here i'm looking at this projected brewers lineup there's not a lot of household names where are the runs Uh, coming from yeah i mean you got you got yelich who has not been that guy ever since he won that MVP. I mean, Roddy Telez, you're slotting him in at 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 the in the three slot. Yeah, is that he's the... a good hit. He's a good hitter, but he's he's yeah. I don't know. I don't. Know. You got Yelich, Willie Adamas. I think they're expecting too much out of Willie Adamas. I mean, he's good. He's a good player. He's an average shortstop, but to expect him to be a top three run producer on your team is a little. That's asking a little much. So it's Yelich, Willie Adamas, Rowdy Telez, William Contreras, Jesse Winker, Luis Urias, Garrett Mitchell, Brian Anderson, and Bryce Terang. The, and the, I don't know about you, man, but I'm not betting any house house money on that team. Yeah, I don't want my announcer hitting eighth on my team. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. I'm going to take them to finish second, um, but I... Uh, it, it, it's. I don't think it's more than 80 wins. I don't think it's more than 78 to 80 wins. I think the Cardinals probably win 86, 87. Brewers maybe 80. I think the Cubs are somewhere in that 75 to 76, uh, maybe 77. Um, I think they come in third. I think those are absolutely your top three. Um, Reds in fifth, and I guess I'll take the Pirates to probably win 67, 68, uh, and come in fourth. It's it's an interesting division to say the least, but I'll take the Cardinals to win it. Yeah, I'm looking at the I think the same projected lineup you are, and uh, it also has some numbers here. Not one player expected to drive in more than 85 runs. 
not one player expected to hit better than 250. So I don't know where you're going to get these runs from. I understand mm-hmm. Corbin Burns and, and Freddie Peralta and, and some of these pitchers can, can shut you down, but you're still going to need to score, and they have less offense than they've had in recent years. So I think yeah. they're I, – I don't think they're going to have a great season. Um, mm-hmm. We can get into the awards a little bit here. Um, NL MVP – I've got Trey Turner winning it. Um, I really wanted to pick Nolan Arenado. I think it's a shame he hasn't won one yet. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't think they're going to give it to the same team with a different player another year. Um, so I think it's going to be between Trey Turner or somebody on the Padres, whether it's Machado or Soto or Tatis, whichever guy becomes the guy this year. Um, but I like Trey Turner a lot. He's the hottest hitter in baseball coming off that World Baseball Classic, and he does everything. He hits for power. You know, he might hit 30 home runs, win a batting title, and lead the league in steals. Yeah, and I think that's MVP caliber. Um, for Cy Young, I'm going to go with my guy from Arizona, Zach Gallen. Uh, he had a great year last year, really quiet, um, but he was one of the best pitchers uh, in the MLB. So I think he's going to win your Cy Young um, and bring a little bit of um, hope back to the D-backs. Um, last year, he finished up the season with a 2.54 ERA, 192 strikeouts, 31 starts. So he stayed healthy all year, but it, but it was quiet because he pitched on the Diamondbacks. You know, you didn't hear a ton about him. Um, and because I think the Diamondbacks are going to take that step a little bit, I got my manager of the year in the NL being Tori Luvolo. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. It might be uh, Lavoyo, but I like him to win NL manager of the year. I think the Diamondbacks are going to turn some heads. Yeah, and uh, it's interesting you say that. Zach Gallen was good with Miami uh, before, and and I think a lot of people were surprised when they shipped him off at at such a young pitcher. Um, he's really good. I liked what I saw from him in Miami, and I liked what I saw from him last year. He's not like like I've been saying, not a super household name, but I, it's an under the radar pick. And if they have a better than expected year, you could certainly see that. Um, for my picks for MVP, I'm going to go Juan Soto. Uh, you know, I'm a big Juan Soto guy. Him and Devers, I think, are fly under the radar a little too much sometimes. Um, you know, they're they're up there with the Mookie Betts and the Mike Trouts. I think they're they're excellent players, and I think it's Juan Soto's award to lose this year. Um, like I said, I think the Padres have a really good year, and I'm sticking to that. Um, kind of like the team I think that's going to have a really good year and win the division. I'll take an MVP from. Um, and then I'm going to take Oliver Marmel from the Cardinals to win coach of the year. Um, I'm not sure they're going to, you know, like I said a little bit earlier, they're not going to turn so many heads with the amount of wins they have, but I think he's going to do the most with what he's got. Um, I think the biggest challenge for him is going to be managing that pitching staff. Um, I mean, Miles Michaelis is, is, he's a good pitcher, but is he number three? Uh, it's tough to say. Um, you got guys like or pitchers like Steven Matz. How are you going to manage those guys? Some older pitchers. Um, how are you going to use that bullpen? You got Gallegos. You got Jordan Hicks throwing 110. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's, I'm interested to see how he manages that bullpen with a veteran team who should win the division. So I think if he can, if he can, um, you know, take the reins on that team, I think he wins Manager of the Year. And then I'm going to take Max Scherzer for one big reason. He is going to take advantage of the pitch clock. He's going to take advantage of hitters, and he's going to love it. Um, he's the biggest competitor in baseball, um, in my opinion. I love uh, when he's on the mound. He's much. He's must-watch TV. Um, and if anybody is excited to take advantage of hitters and to use this pitch clock to their advantage, it's Max Scherzer. 
So not a super exciting pick, but I think Max Scherzer wins it this year. Yeah, you know, a dark horse uh, to win manager of the year might be Dave Roberts in L.A. You know, you think about the fact that they're finally not favored to win the division. You know, if they go and win 102 games again, I wouldn't be surprised if they pick him. That's interesting, yeah. Um, I know he's taking a lot of flack for having so much talent. And, I mean, he had, he got the one World Series in the COVID year, but he is taking a little bit of flack for postseasons. So we'll see. It's a regular season award. We'll see. I mean, if they do win the division and they dominate the Padres this year, I know they don't play as many times as they used to. But, yeah, he could certainly be in the conversation. Yeah, those are going to be some watch, must-watch TV when those two teams face off. Now, before I let you go, real quick, we're going to do over-unders on the Cubs and the Sox uh, win totals for the year. It opened up at 84.5 for the Sox. Now I believe it's 82.5, over or under? I'm going to take over 82.5. Um, obviously, the biggest question mark of the team always is health. Really, really, it's always health. If they're healthy, if they're healthy, I'm tired of hearing it. Um, but it's true. It's absolutely true, and I think they'll be healthy enough to win 87, 88 games this year, so I'll take the over on that. All right, I originally took the under, but I think a ton of people are sleeping on the Sox, um, and now that it's down at 82, i got to think they win more than that. I think uh, Lewis Robert is going to have a good year here, um, and I always say it differently every time. Sometimes it's Louis Robert, Luis Robert. I say it a bunch of different ways, but the fact of the matter is he's bound to break out, and I think it might be this year. Um, so I think they should win over 82. I think that's low. Um, and I also think 77.5 for the Cubs is low. I think you added enough players where you should win more than four games more than you did last year. Um, the team did not get worse in any way beside catcher, and that seems more like an organizational move to try to prevent runs when you, you signed two gold glovers and Jan Gomes and Tucker Barnhart and you got gold glovers at first and in center and in left and in second and in short. So they're going to defend really well and they're going to prevent runs. I think they should win more than 77 games this year. I don't know if they're going to be above 500, but I think that's low for this Cubs team. I think it's a really good line. I think they'll be close to it. Um, I, I'll say over, I'll say they get 78 or 79. I think it's a really, really good line that's going to come down to the wire. Um, I think it'll be a pretty good year for for a few Cubs. I, I know you talked about it on a podcast earlier this week. I love that Nico Horner deal. It's a bargain. I mean, the guy is he, he's a suction cup over at shortstop. Um, and he can hit. He can hit, too. He's gonna, he can hit around 300. Um, so I really like that deal uh, just in and of itself. Um, but I, I think they, they are right around that number, and I'll, I'll say over by a couple games. And and I gotta ask you this: Now that Nico Horner's playing second base, and Dansby Swanson's going to be over at short, um, defensively, and especially now that Altuve's hurt, is there a better second baseman in baseball? The Nico Horner. Um, I mean, defensively, no. Um, I know I, I, Jeff I, McNeil can hit. Jeff McNeil can yeah, hit. Yeah, Jeff McNeil can hit. I could say a guy who flies under the radar a little bit is Andres Jimenez. He had a heck of a year for the Guardians last year. Um, hit over 300. He's also a suction cup over there. Um, oh, Luis Arias, too. Yeah, really, really good defensively. I mean, you got bigger names like Ozzy Albies, but he kind of fell off after the World Series year as well. Um, he took a little bit of oh, a step Jazz. Back. Jazz Chisholm's another big name. Yeah, so there are a few guys. I think he's up there, though. I mean, it's, his name's in the conversation for sure. I would say NL second baseman, he's certainly top five. 
um, in that category. But yeah, he's, he, I think he's going to be really good over there too. I mean, you have more time, so I think he'll make some some spectacular plays, especially with the uh, shift ban. Yeah, I'm I'm almost expecting him to win the Gold Glove this year at second base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. All right, it's opening day, Bob. Make sure you watch your socks today. Um, but that'll do it for this edition of the Cubs Corner. As always, brought to you by Coach's Bar and Grill and available on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and the Cubs HQ website. Bob, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. Uh, happy baseball season, my man. Yes, sir. Hopefully we're flying the W today. But for now, thank you all for coming to the Cubs Corner.